Welcome back to another episode of the Catholic Buzz Podcast. Uh, we're so happy that you're joining us uh, today as we continue to talk about uh, so many different uh, Catholic topics. My name is Father Daniele, and I'm joined, as always, by Josh Sullivan Hello. over here. Josh, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah, good to see you. And as always, we have Matt Van Milligan over here. Hello. Matt, guess what, Matt? This past week, you'll never guess, or maybe you will, because I get the most asked question I do about the podcast. What do you think someone asked me this week? I'm stumped. <laughs> they said, what does Matt do for a living? Ooh. I got that again. It's the, it's, the, good. it's the question I get the most about the podcast. They never say, like, hey, good podcast, or horrible podcast, or uh, why are you still recording that? It's like, they want to know more about Matt. I think we leave that as, like, the Wilson face on, on uh, Tim the Tim- yeah. Toolman Taylor, where you never see his face. We just never say what it actually is. And the, really, the secret is, Matt uh, just does nothing until we tape an episode. Yeah. And then he goes back to his cave, yeah. reading his big theological his books. Workshop. Yeah. His workshop. Right, his workshop. Yeah, and, 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 I and, wish. But yeah. <laughs> endless yeah. books. Library and workshop workshop that's yeah. what it is <laughs> that sounds that sounds lovely but yeah. uh it's because people so much appreciate your insights yeah. that's why uh speaking of insight we're gonna need a lot of your insight today matt because uh we're talking about prayer and prayer is so important uh, for the life of christians right uh, it's important in my life i know it's important in, in your lives mm-hmm. but you know ultimately sometimes the question comes up how do i pray you know, this, this this is the question that people ask. You know, we talk a lot about you should be praying, mm-hmm. um, but people don't know how to pray. I remember uh, Pope Benedict XVI actually wrote that a major problem today is that no one is teaching our younger generation how to pray. And the more I thought about what he said, I think it's not just the younger generation. You know, I yeah. think it's generations no. yeah. uh, haven't been taught how to pray. Mm-hmm. And this is a really serious uh, thing because if we're not dialoguing with God, if we're not having that time with God, then we're not really growing in the Christian life. You know, I say so often at Mass when people gather uh, together, if we're not praying every day, we're not growing in our spiritual life. And and it's not, when we talk about praying every day, it's not like I have, I've talked to many people before where they're like, oh, I pray, you know, I, I do grace at meals, or I... When I pray, I just like, I make everything about God. And so therefore I'm praying all day. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about an actual sit down conversation. It's like you can have a conversation in your head all day with your best friend. However, unless you actually make time to sit down and talk with your best friend, yeah, uh, you know, you, you call them up on the phone or you actually have a, like you go out for beer and wings or whatever the case may be, you don't actually have that conversation. Like you don't actually yeah. sit That's and listen. True. You got to talk and you got to listen. And so you're not, if you're in prayer all day, you're not listening all day necessarily. You're not, you know, yeah. you have to take that time. And you could almost say that the opposite is true as well. So yeah. not, not uh, to kind of contradict that at mm-hmm. all, but you'd say that like, okay, so you have time that you're setting apart for prayer and that's mm-hmm. that's really important is like but that doesn't preclude the possibility of praying throughout the day or oh, just yeah, like exactly because yeah, like yeah. if if, yeah. if communication is a key aspect of any relationship you know uh your relationship with god notwithstanding um that you know you can okay well this isn't our scheduled time that, you know like you don't, <laughs> you don't talk like right um, we'll postpone that conversation so like in a You'll marriage or something back, like that yeah. it's like yeah. it's yes. important to sit down and and actually have a conversation about yeah. you know what's important but like but having 
spontaneous, agreed, you know, unscripted, all throughout the day, unscheduled conversations. That's very true. The day, but on the on the point that on the you that you were saying, I remember uh, like uh, talking about uh, with a bunch of priests and things. You know, there was this. Uh, there was this talk about, you know, priests are so busy. Do they have time to pray? And some priests would respond saying, my work is my prayer. Mm. You know, you, you hear that yeah. before? And other priests were like, well, no, that's well, a load yeah. of crap. You know, like <laughs> you, you can't, you, that, that's not true. And it's not true. Like, sure, our work is a work of prayer. Our work is, is a ministry. Is yeah. a ministry yeah, yeah. That, that is a fruit of our prayer. But even priests, if priests aren't stopping to pray, and, and by prayer, you know, like you said, like, you know, using grace and all these things, mm-hmm. grace before meals. I, I'm talking like personal prayer. You're mm-hmm. making time for personal prayer. We, we talked about it when I did, I did ministry on the road for a couple of years. And when we were doing that, we were talking about how when you went on the road, you, you, you're doing uh, workshops or retreats or conferences all day where it's like you have a big jug of water, let's say, and then you're, what you're doing all day is you're doing ministry work or you're doing, you know, you're pouring a little bit of that beautiful water into everybody else's cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is great, but you need that personal prayer because you need to go back to the tap and fill up that jug again. Exactly. You know what I mean? You got to go back to the source and fill that up. And that can't happen while you're filling everybody else's cup up. So you have to, you have yeah. to have that time dedicated. And and what a what a great time to start talking about prayer because Lent is just uh, yeah. a few weeks away and it really it's a it's a season of prayer, a prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Um it's it's a really good time. You know, the the best Lent is when we're prepared for it. The best Lent is when we're we're really going to give it our give it a go to really uh, make this a spiritual journey because lots of time Lent comes and goes. We miss an opportunity. So if if people are struggling in their prayer, they you don't know how to pray. Let's talk about it. So if we're going from nothing, because uh, a weird statistic before we went on the air, <laughs> I, I gave you a high number of people yeah. that don't pray. I don't know if that's a true statistic, yeah. but it's it's evident, though. Some people just come to Sunday Mass, and then that's it for their prayer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's it. So they come to Sunday Mass on Sunday. That's their prayer, which is, yeah. which is true. Yeah. The Mass is the prayer of the church. Mm-hmm. But when we go home on, and when it's Monday and yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we have to be people who are praying. Just because you're not in a garage makes you a car, I think was the saying, right? So just because <laughs> you go to church on Sunday doesn't make you a Christian or a Catholic. Mm-hmm. There's more to it. There's something else that has to be there. At the roots, at the at the problem. So okay, let's go through the who, what, where, when, why. We kind of just talked about the why, right? And right? This is why you need daily prayer. But let's talk about the okay. Let's go from the who, 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 who does daily prayer? Everybody, all people, uh, all Christians, all Catholics, people of goodwill. You know what, what I what I see today that's really popular is meditation. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you know people taking time just for for silence and reflection, or uh, what do they call it? They call it mind mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yeah. You know, uh, we're taking away from the Christian practice of prayer, but basically we want prayer. We're saying we want that spiritual connection. We want that spiritual part of our life, but we're separating it from Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so it can happen. Like Christian prayer can be Meditation. meditative. Yeah, for sure. Can be, uh, can be a, a time where, you know, maybe it's mindfulness or what a Christian mindfulness, you know. But today that's popular. It's just kind of secular mindfulness, just, secular yeah. meditation, right? So, we have to focus on Jesus. That's number one. Our prayer is focused on Jesus, right? Yeah. So so prayer is just a conversation, right? right. It's just a, a give and flow. It's just a talking. So when we talk about 
like who who are we praying? We're praying. We are praying with God. Like we're talking mm. to God. We're having a conversation with God. That's all it is. And a prayer can be as simple as, "Hey God, it's me. I'm here." You know, but there's always got to be a little bit of give and take, I mm-hmm. find. Meaning we're not just saying, hey, God, I need your help right now. Can you please, you know, I'm out of gas. I need to make it to the next gas station. And then you don't say anything else. And then you make it to the next gas station. But, you know, you don't say anything else. And then the next time you come back and you're like, hey, God, listen, uh, bills are a little bit tight. I need a little bit of extra cash here. And, and maybe help comes or maybe not. But, like, you just constantly are going to the source. Yeah. And, and imagine if you did that with a friend. Yeah. Imagine, like, you only called me or texted me when you needed gas yeah. or you needed money <laughs> or you needed something from me. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, God is patient with us. Obviously, he's not getting upset with us or whatever. But, you know, at a certain point, you don't feel right doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think people stop praying because either they're not getting anything from it, mm-hmm. right? Or it's this, you know, take, take, take mm-hmm. situation that's happening. Yeah. And well, like even treating it as a conversation, like answering the question, like who, who's, who's, who should pray? Who's yeah. involved in prayer? Like, obviously we think of ourselves and like okay this is why i pray and like all kinds of studies on like the the pragmatic benefits of of prayer and and things like that it's like but you know we're not the only person involved like if it's a conversation it's 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 two two way yeah and you know as as much as you're speaking or maybe more you should be listening or you Mm -hmm. should be kind of seeking the answers to the questions that you're asking you should you know be giving um like and we may get into it and just kind of how people structure prayer or just like the, yeah. when we get into the how like if if we reference you know the lord's prayer that you know jesus says this is how you should pray yeah it's like the first word is our father who art in heaven you are addressing you know the second person in that in that dialogue yeah, yeah. um so yeah i think that's when, when you're talking about the who you know it's not just me sending up these ideas in a in yeah. a single that's direction right. yeah and and on that you know i'm sort of going off your who what what yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Right? but uh i don't know what section i'm in but uh, that's this is a good point because um, there's a difference between saying prayers, mm-hmm. right, and actually praying, and actually praying, and and I think this is where we don't uh, have given people an opportunity to understand that because and and please by all means Jesus tells us to pray in these words, yeah, right, yeah. and we pray them heartfelt, but because we know that prayer, it just kind of like just comes off the top of our tongue, or and we just kind of sometimes we rush through it, you know, but. People say, "Well, I say my prayers. Like I, 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 I say in our Father, Harry, Hail Mary, yeah, yeah. Glory be every day, and then I move to the Rosary and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are fantastic things to do. Are you doing right? them right? Is what I'm going to ask. But you. we have, we, we also, yes, we, we have to do them right in a sense. Like we're, we have to pray them, mm-hmm. not say them. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. But we also have to leave room for silent individual prayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like." Those prayers I find, and please disagree with me if you want. Uh, those prayers lead me lead me into a time of prayer. Mm. Well, this like when you're doing the rosary and you're doing repetitive prayer. Like, I don't think anybody listening to this podcast. If you think that doing repetitive prayer is the point, we can just put it on a. Well, I'm going to date myself. A yak back. We can put it on a tape recorder. <laughs> we, we can like to do those prayers is not is not it, like just to say them over and over and over again is not the point of the prayer if you go through the rosary the rosary you are doing a repetitive prayer 100% but in that repetitive 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 prayer yeah. it's all about 
focusing on the mysteries of the rosary. Mm-hmm. And right. so you, you're, you're, you're saying a prayer over and over again. You're not supposed to be focusing on the words of your mouth. That is kind of like a chant or a, or a hum or a, like we've, we've seen today. It's meditative. It's meditative so that we can focus. So when we're doing the first joyful mystery, yeah. we're focusing on the Annunciation of our Lord. And That's we're focusing right. on the story there. On the fo- life of Jesus. Exactly. And we're trying to enter into those scenes of Jesus' life. We're picturing that in our brain. So we're saying, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. We're saying the repetitive words 50 times, you know, over and over again. But for 10, like for a decade, you are saying those prayers with the focus being on the Annunciation of our Lord or whatever the mystery that you're praying at that time. Yeah. So it is a meditative uh, like it really does take it from just saying it, and I do like I remember, and I and I've experienced this. My grandparents they prayed the rosary every day, and it's a it's a tradition that was passed down to my family and even to my my family now. But I remember sometimes it was a race to keep up with my grandparents as they're going through. Because hail Mary, full of grace, Lord with you. And I'm like hail Mary, Amen. Okay, you know, like there the point there was was, and they were praying it necessarily, but. It was almost like a speed round sometimes because they were, and I'm not saying that my grandparents were doing this, but I've heard people doing it. They were losing the point. They were trying to get through 50 Hail Marys because that's praying the rosary. That's right, because I have to get my rosary done for today. Exactly. Right? But you're right. Those draw us into a deeper uh, spiritual space, if you will. Mm -hmm. Right? We have to give ourselves space. That's another thing I'm going to add here, okay? Silence. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how integral silence is to prayer. God speaks to us in the silence. God speaks to us in the silence of our heart. And what has taken away from silence today, right? Like My children. <laughs> your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, phones. And even I'm bad for this. I always have music playing. Like I always have music in the background. Mm, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. working. There's music in the background or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm cleaning the house. There's music in the background. But to find silence is hard today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God speaks to us through the silence, right? Yeah. We have to, we have to uh, at least silence our heart. Yeah. There's so much on our mind. There's so much on our heart all the time that our deep, heartfelt prayer has to come in silence that kind of comes to the where where do yeah. you pray because like if you're if you're praying now there's different ways to pray and i, I like i really enjoy right now because i live out of town and i gotta drive into work i'm driving 35 minutes every day into work and then out of work like away from work uh, going home and that 35 minutes gives me silent time in my car i'm doing something with my hands so i can't i can't use it as my sole focus of prayer time if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah but it does give me time to pray um, or to enter into a prayerful state, if that makes sense, and kind of use it. I was listening to the Bible in a year. I was listening to scriptures. I was doing some things. But in my, in my car was a great place for me to pray. And then when I got to my office sometimes, uh, when it's not busy and it's COVID and everybody's locked out of the schools and the colleges, then I can I could actually have some prayer time there. Or I could even, at, at home before I left, you know, in the morning or at night, you know, when I got home. I, I, I My kids know <laughs> if my door is closed in my room, it means you don't go into the room. And we, like, close the door to pray. That's kind of, or to get changed maybe. But, you know, like those are the only two times we ever really close that door. And so my kids will knock and be like, Dad, are you praying? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm doing right now. Like I'm, you know. Yeah. Now that being said, there is something to say with praying, like praying by yourself alone. But then when you have a family, praying in the company of your children. So of course, you have to model for your family. Exactly. A life of prayer, right? A, a family each day. I, I, I've seen, I think, each of your families pray. <laughs> you know, I've seen other families pray. Um, and it's beautiful when the whole family comes together and prays together. And and, and I think it's a ritual, right? At a certain time at night or, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. You know, and I, I think there's beautiful things are because we're teaching our children from a young age 
that prayer is important. Mm-hmm. That this and and you know with kids it's different, right? They're yeah. they're praying for the cat and they're yeah. praying for their mm-hmm. you know uh, stuffed for animal. Barney because he got his hurt feelings hurt on the TV show. Exactly you know, right. Of. But we're, we're it's teaching them something about prayer, yeah. right? That God is master of all yeah. things. Um. So family prayer is important. Community prayer is important. That's why we come to Mass mm-hmm. on Sunday. That's why we gather for prayer services. That's why we gather for, uh, you know, just like we believe in the communion of the saints. We believe that the people here around us, that we can pray for them and they could pray for us, yeah. right? Um, I, I, I want people, when we talk about prayer, to picture their friendship with Jesus as if they we're having a, a real friendship that they have. I mean, having it a real is a conversation. real friendship, yeah. right? But um, I want us to start there. That's where we get our mind around this dialogue mm-hmm. in prayer. Jesus is our friend, right? He calls us his our, his brothers, his sisters, yeah. right? Yeah. And so to have this relationship with him, we want to be in dialogue with him. So we, as our friend, as our savior, as our as our Lord, we want to. We should. If our if we're Christian, if we're baptized, if we're practicing Catholics, if we're if we're full of faith, we should be wanting to talk to our friend Jesus. Yeah, like that should be part of our day to day experience, right? So, how do we pray? I, I I always like suggesting to people, whether it's in the classroom or wherever, um, to look at Jesus like he's our friend. And like any other relationship, you know, start with that focus. So when I'm talking to you, you're my focus. I know that's hard today because people always take out their phones while they're talking to you and they're distracted and doing different things. But the the proper way to share time with a friend is you're my focus, right? So Jesus is my focus here. And I'm just going to pause. I'm going to quiet my mind. I'm going to quiet my heart. Now, I'm going to speak to Jesus. So one of the first things we do with a real person is share pleasantries, right? You know, you don't walk into my house and then all of a sudden I'm halfway through a story, right? <laughs> it's always like a, hey, how's yep. it going? Yeah. Hey, thanks for that uh, thing you sent me or whatever. Hey, it might great be. haircut. Oh, look at this. <laughs> no hey, one ever tells shirt? me that. <laughs> 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 me no neither. Me. <laughs> but, but, you know, so there's that introduction stage. So I always say we start prayer by thanking God. It reminds us that whatever's happened in our life, if something tragic has happened today, if something sad has happened today, if something great has happened today, that God is with us. Mm-hmm. It reminds us of that, right? So we start by thanking God. That's that's We just lift up our praise. We lift up our thanks uh, to the Lord. Then, just like with any other friendship, if I've wronged you yeah. since the last time I've seen you... We're going to apologize. Get that out I of the way. I have to apologize. <laughs> Get right? that out of the way. So chances are, uh, probably not for Matt, but chances are from the last time we saw Jesus (laughs) or talked to Jesus, we've done something wrong, Yeah, you know? Uh, And so we want to say sorry. We Mm want to say, here's what I did wrong. So I've given thanks. Plus, when we're thankful to God, it makes us reflect on the, on the, on sort of the things that we, we've done wrong, right? So we want to say thanks. We want to have time of sorrow. We want to have time to apologize, right? Mm -hmm. Every single one of us, um, always like just like we ask our friends for a favor mm-hmm. we're gonna ask god now we're gonna petition to god mm-hmm. i need help with this mm-hmm. i need strength here yeah. i need a favor here uh that person i know has asked me for prayers this person is sick um i'm this looking person, for wisdom in this situation exactly I'm, like ex- I'm looking for guidance i'm yeah. looking for for something that's our time so we've given thanks 
We've uh, offered our sorrow, our sorrow, like said, our apologies. apologies. Now we're bringing our prayer. And then, just like we do with a friend, we're going to listen. Yeah. yeah. Because just like I'm doing now, when we do all the talking, <laughs> you know, uh, the other person gets so bored, right? Uh, but then we then we listen and we, we keep room for silence, yeah, right. And we try and hear what what God is placing on our heart, what God is saying to us. That's such an easy way to pray. It's simple. It doesn't have to take. It doesn't have to take an hour. No. People think I don't have time to pray. Uh, who has an hour in their day? I mean, we're not asking people to be cloistered religious nuns no. who are praying all day. We're asking people to take uh, some time of their day. I'm going to say, if it's your first time, you got to commit to a time of day, and you got to commit to a certain amount of time. Routine is it, important. important. So go go yeah. with a five minute or ten minute. Inter- okay, I'm going to take ten minutes. If you're if you're if you're a teenager listening to this, or it's really hard for you to sit still for five minutes, uh, take five minutes. Yeah. Uh, or or but it, but if you're a little bit older, or you can't take ten minutes. Ten minutes of your whole entire day, twenty four hours of your day. That's not a lot of time. It's not take, a lot of time. Take ten minutes, and you're going to do this every time before you have your coffee, or while you drink your coffee, or like you're going to be sitting on your chair. Picture the place in your mind right now. Where am I going to pray? Where I'm comfortable? Where it's not too comfortable? You don't want to fall asleep again. <laughs> but uh, but where it's quiet, where you can focus, right? And then and then from there, okay. And then go through that routine. Start with the thanks. Then go to the like go to the apologies. Okay, this is what I did wrong, God, and I know that. Help. This is it. Kind of falls into one. This is what I did wrong. I know that. Help me get through that. Like, give me the grace for. I really want to fix this. I really. Exactly. Don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And maybe it's not about you and God. Maybe it's listen. Me and my wife weren't getting along right here. You know what I mean? Like, so you're you're bringing some of the things that you've done wrong, other ways. But you're bringing them to your attention. Why are you doing that? Because you're you're. It's so good to take that reflection period. And even if you weren't Catholic or Christian, those meditative parts, a lot of times they talk about when did you wrong somebody? When did you, like yeah. if you go into, they, 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 they mindful and then they try to like just breathe away the badness. No, well, in the Catholic, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're bringing them to God. We're saying, okay, God, help us here. I'm sorry for that. We can get rid of the anything, guilt or anything that's associated with the wrong that we felt like we've done. And then we can go on to asking God, okay, God, I want the wisdom. Oh God, this person needs prayer. God, you know, whatever the case may be. And then that silence part, boom. I find that the silence part, sometimes he speaks to me. Sometimes all of a sudden there's an idea that comes to me, like in that t- quiet time. Because this is the part that people don't know. How do you listen to someone in silence? Yeah. Um, I find, I listen in silence. I try to give myself actual quiet time. And I even sometimes put it on my watch. Like, okay, I'm going to sit in quiet for this long. Because sometimes 30 seconds seems like 10 minutes. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's not. But sometimes it does. And so I'm going to cheat my focus. I'm going to keep my mind at, Lord, just speak to me now. And then after a certain point, if I feel called to do something or, or like specifically like read the Bible, sometimes I feel called to read the Bible. I open up the Bible. The Bible's the Word of God. He can speak to you through the Scriptures. But you got to take the silence first because sometimes He speaks to me Sometimes he takes it and hits me, and the thought that comes to my mind just like slaps me off the side of the head. I, I say, "Kidding me with a two by four. Like God really sometimes does that, you know. Other times I'm reading the Bible and He gives it to me. Other times throughout the day, because I'm aware of a situation I've asked for help in or whatever the case may be, the answer comes to me when I'm listening to maybe the lives of the saints, or I'm listening to the podcast, or I'm listening to something. The answer that I'm struggling with comes to me in that, but I've made it aware that the at the first part of my day or the end of my day, but normally the first part of the day is a great part, 
because the rest of the day you can focus on that and God can speak to you through somebody else or th- through the last. But you got to take that time in silence first to listen and then. Yeah, you mentioned scriptures. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how does someone pray with the scriptures? Well, the, and kind of what we've been saying all along is that, like, you talk about different approaches to prayer, but you, you don't want to set these in opposition. So we're yes. talking about, like, uh, rote prayers versus, like, personal spontaneous prayers. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to say, like, don't do this, do this, other because, like, the one disposes you to the other. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you actually are reflecting on, you know, the mysteries of the rosary, for example, that should lead you into a deeper reflection. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, um so when you're we're praying with scripture, like that's, um, and we can talk about kind of different different spiritualities and different ways that because God has an enormous amount of tools at His disposal <laughs> in not. how He can kind of uh, direct us and guide us and 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 you know for me as well one of the main main ways is scripture that it's like being open to you know not. Um, not not expect an a- not get an answer in the way that I immediately expect. Exactly, yeah. um, that it's something like you 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 begin with these prayers. You ask for guidance. You don't know you know the form that that guidance is going to come, no. um, but that disposes you to read scripture well. Mm-hmm. That disposes you to to put you in a good you know mind state or a good you know prioritization of how you're um, you know making decisions, allowing yourself to be um, uh, directed. Um, and you know you come to scripture you come to the word of god mm-hmm. um uh ready for god to speak to you in a very specific way right because re- reflecting on the life yeah. of jesus like or reflecting on the on the word of on, god on the works yeah. of god <laughs> yeah. you know on the word of god um can never be a bad thing it can never be a bad thing and there's always something i think if we when we read scripture with an open mind and open heart Always something jumps off the page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's always something that, and it's 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 very directed. I find mm-hmm. like something that we're going through jump like leaps off the page. I find that especially when you read the Book of Wisdom or the Psalms. Yeah. The Psalms are mm-hmm. really beautiful to pray with, you know. Um, and and uh, more than that, it it informs and disposes the way you pray as well. That sure, it's like it does. that. There's this kind exactly. of reciprocal deepening of both prayer and you know understanding of scripture. Mm-hmm. I. You know, I want to say that there's no wrong way to pray, <laughs> but then as yeah. that was coming out of my mouth, as it was coming out of my mouth, okay. yeah, I was thinking like, like, like there's like, so many wrong ways to pray. Yeah. I think I, I think if you need if you need a model of where how to pray, look at anything that we do in the mass. That's where I yes. would say look look at anything. In, That's good. If we're doing if we're if we start the mass off, we're singing praises to God. That's how we start the mass off. It, the next part that we're going to, we're doing prayers of the act of contrition. Mm-hmm. We're doing we're doing our. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, in those forms. We are doing then readings, and then we're listening to someone speak on the readings, right? And so we're listening to someone give us thoughts on those readings or the gospel or whatever the case may be. We're meditating on the psalm as the psalms are being sung to us. Then we're going into times where we're doing repetitive prayer, holy, holy, mm-hmm. holy, Lord God. We say it every single Mass, you know, like there, we have these repetitive. There's all these forms of prayer inside. That's why the Mass is the most the best prayer or the most uh, beautiful prayer mm-hmm. is because it has all those forms of prayer inside of it. But if you are going to pick something out that we do in the Mass 
as that form of prayer, you can't go wrong. Exactly. Right? I think, I, yeah. That's 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 actually really beautiful. And you know, and speaking of mass, yeah. last weekend, I believe, uh, you know, at the at the beginning of mass, we always have like uh, teachings from the catechism up on the mm-hmm. screen. You know, yeah. so every week there's a different teachings from the catechism. And last week there was a teaching on uh, on prayer, and really, really two things that the, the catechism says about prayer, about difficulties in prayer, right? Um, and I love the one because it says the habitual difficulty in prayer. It's, it's the Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 2729, if people okay. want to look it up. It, the habitual di- difficulty in prayer is distraction. Oh, yeah. You know? And it says something really wise. Of course, it's the Catechism of the Church, right? <laughs> it says it can affect words and their meaning in vocal prayer. It can concern more profoundly him to whom we are praying. A distraction reveals what we are attached to. Mm which should awaken Whoa. our focus back to the Lord. And therein, this is really cool. It's like a mic drop. Therein lies the battle, the choice of which master to serve. Wow. I know. Holy I never, cow. I know, it's, like, it's like been right there in front of us the whole time. And until I saw it like uh, last weekend, uh, I was like, wow, our distract, because people say, oh, because some people say, well, maybe your distractions are what you should be praying for. And mm. maybe that's true, mm-hmm. you know. But our distractions also show yeah. where our heart is, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and keeps pulling us away from our prayer. Yeah. And even if that is true, yeah. prayer is kind of the only way to orient those priorities. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah you, you were saying earlier, it's like, can anything become a prayer? Maybe. Yeah. Like, it, th- there, yeah. there needs to be kind of a specific intent and yeah, heart and occasion for that. To, so yeah. you were talking about, like, oh, uh, my, my work is my prayer. or my yeah. Like, there's a, there's a way that that can be true. Yeah. If that is the product of, you know, true and sincere prayer. Yeah. Uh, but you also want to say, like, you also don't want this to keep people from praying. Uh, like you were saying earlier about, like, you know, find a comfy spot, but not too comfortable because you'll fall asleep. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, if, if I'm doing my evening prayers and it's been a pretty full day, I sometimes fall asleep. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. that. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, if, if I'm, you know, afraid to, you know, pray at that time because I might fall asleep, it's like, I know, I, I identify with the disciples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. You, but, and, and that's that's probably a good example because, like, talking yeah. about distraction, yeah. there's, like, how many times did Jesus withdraw to a solitary place to pray? To pray. Taking the mm-hmm. example of, like, the mm-hmm. early, the desert Going fathers the desert. in the Petrusic. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. like, they s- spent their life, like, removing distractions removing the things that are going to keep them from god yeah. um one of my favorites or like uh, a spirituality that i really identify with is carthusians and they are cloistered like super cloistered yeah. <laughs> if, if, if that's yeah. a thing that their their entire life is oriented around prayer and work but primarily prayer uh contemplative prayer mm-hmm. and mass yeah like and that's their you know that's their main activity so yeah. they're um you know in terms of the physical space that they create it's just you know um uh yeah not to get into too much detail but like they they actually are are three degrees removed from any distraction any sort of right yeah yeah Yeah. um it's true i i think i i think that's beautiful that we look to the example of jesus and and Mm -hmm. the and those who've dedicated their lives to prayer you know because we can learn something solid from them you know Mm -hmm. uh we're coming 
close to the end of our uh, time together, but I did want to mention two more uh, just quick things uh, to pray because uh, we didn't mention adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. Oh, you know, that's, that, like, that's in the Mass. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, to, to go and adore the Lord in a holy hour, um, you know, like for me, like my heart just kind of melts there, right? Uh, there's nothing better than just like Jesus is there, you know? Mm. And, and I hand. love that it's an hour because sometimes people find it hard to do an hour, but it's that's the appropriate time for us to like move away from our, it's like, okay, no, I'm committing to this hour. Even if I get distracted, I'm staying for the hour and I'm going to refocus myself here. Jesus is right there on that altar. Like, you know, uh, stop it. The, (laughs) you know, the other thing I want to say is during the day, you know, we call to mind the presence of God. I think that's really important. Uh, You know, people can, you know, the scriptures say, pray without ceasing. Yeah. And and so during the day we should call to mind that God is and remind ourselves that God is with us. I always find that if I find myself in danger or you know you get that feeling something's not right, you know, I try to bring my mind and heart back to God's presence with me. Yeah. Sometimes I just make the sign of the cross. Yeah. I remind myself that God's with me. I'm a baptized in the name of Jesus. I'm reminding myself of my Christian dignity. Uh, you know, those little things that we can keep throughout the day to remind us that we are made to, uh, to, to dialogue with God, even throughout the day. We have our dedicated time, and then we have our... Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the rest, living as our, Christian. Our, exactly. I, wanna, I think in living the Christian, I want to say, don't use excuses. When it comes to prayer time, you have to have a dedicated time, and then you can live it throughout the rest of your life. But when you're, you're praying it yourself... Then you gotta determine what's your excuse. Yeah. What is your excuse? And so all throughout the day, what's your excuse? You haven't prayed today, and then you gotta figure that out. Well, we're talking about prayer today, so why don't we end this episode with a prayer? Okay. Hey, let's do it uh, together here. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we uh, give you thanks for uh, opening our hearts and our minds today to prayer. We ask that you may continue to do this. And if anyone listening or watching today has difficulty praying, we ask that you inspire in them an eagerness to join you in dialogue, to learn from you, to open their eyes and hearts, to see the value of prayer, and that you may continue to guide us in our lives through your word and through your presence among us. We ask you to bless all of our listeners, all those watching and all those involved in the production of this podcast. And I offer my blessing to all those watching and listening in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. My name is Father Daniele, and for Josh Sullivan and Matt Van Milligan, we'll see you next time on The Catholic Buzz. God bless you.